twisted that. There we go. That's better. I always do that. I'm going to get the hang of this, man. It's almost season time, and I still can't get the hang of this. There you are. <laughs> you can see us, and as you can hear us now, I am Franco Panizo, joined by two of the three other co-hosts. We couldn't get all four of us on the same schedule. Simon's mom is in town. As you guys can see, and as you guys will hear, Jose Armando and Andrea Yanis, healthy Andrea Yanis, are on the show. She's back. Yeah, COVID-free. Finally. Welcome back, Andrea. Glad to see you're doing better. Uh, but, of course, this show is Miami Total Football Radio. The show, a.k.a. Miami Total Football Radio, the show. And this is going to be a fun one because it's our 2024 season preview pod slash show. And I know Jose since last week has been licking his lips to get his preseason prediction or season predictions out there to all of you. Island Jose is ready to stay on that island with his little coconut and uh, share those opinions. First, let's go, Andrea. How are you? Good to see you again. Good to see your good health. Como vas? Hi, guys. Uh, glad to be back. Feliz um, de estar healthy. Y glad to be back and ready to, to roll, ready for the season to start and to get back to the best sport in the world. Let's get back to talking about games that mean something, right? Uh, Jose, how are you, my friend? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited. Um, the season, you know, I'm, I'm glad that the season starts early for us. We have a game on Wednesday before all the games over the weekend. So that's exciting by itself. Um, all the um, attention, I guess, from, uh, you know, um, MLS will be in Fort Lauderdale on Wednesday, so uh, I'm just uh, excited about that and excited about the show. I want to get my predictions in. I am very confident in my predictions this year. Very, very confident. And I've already heard one of them live and in person, so I know that um, it's probably going to get some listeners and some viewers by surprise. Maybe not. Maybe some people will agree with you, but um, yeah, we'll see. We'll people get, agree we'll with me sometimes. Bit. You, you'll be surprised, but people that agree with me sometimes. Sometimes people go on a little raft and they roll over to Jose's <laughs> I welcome them in the island, yes. <laughs> they join them for a little bit. Um, but yes, of course, we're going to talk about the season that is going to begin in two days, right? It's a midweek start for Inter-Miami. We'll talk about what the expectations are for this season. We'll talk about all the recent comings and goings because there's been actual news, actual moves, as well as some rumored moves that are still in, in the works. So, Jose, um, you look refreshed, brother. Earlier today, you were you look pretty antsy, my friend, waiting for Tata Martino to come speak with us during our media roundtable. You were pacing back and forth as antsy as I think I've ever seen you in my life, Jose. Well, because you know we were we got there you know fairly early, around 11 a.m. and then you know we I got told Jose day. we should get there later. But Jose was like, no, they said blah. No, we had to do an oil change early in the morning. We should so. get there later, I told him. And he made me wake up at 5 a.m. in the morning. No, that's exaggerating. <laughs> but, no, but yeah, we were there for a while, which, you know, we were, we were like, you know, in Inter-Miami's locker room. So we were there, as you know, as exciting that might sound to people watching or listening when you are inside the locker room for almost three hours, you know, <laughs> it feels like you really want to get out of there. <laughs> and, and that's what happened to us today. So maybe that's why I felt like, plus I wanted to get the job done. I knew we had some good quotes um, and um, 
I wanted to make sure, you know, I got all the information out there. So, you know, that makes me a little bit, you know, anxious. We're just used to But that's part of the game when it comes to journalism and media. A lot of it is waiting around, right? A lot of it's right. waiting around yes. for the protagonists to make their way through their practices or through their meetings or whatever they have going on. A lot of it is just sitting there and us talking about soccer, life, football, whatever whatever the case is. But anyway, we're going to talk about a lot of football here. God is already in the comment section saying, I'm here. What's up, Miami Total Football? I'm Radio Fam. Douglas Hunter says, welcome back, Andrea. And I never nice figured this out. Back. We got we to gotta figure this layout thing here. Whenever there's a comment section and there's three of us, it, it makes everything weird and wonky. I'll work on that. It's a new season. You, you need to get new overlays. There we go. Well, that's, that's what you're for, man. You're the, you're the overlay king. I just, you know, I just help you uh, figure things out. <laughs> Uh, all right, so let's begin. Let's begin with well, the news that broke today. Although you know we had reported it over the weekend, I reported it over the weekend. Uh, Gregory is no longer a member of Inter Miami. That was word I got on Saturday. It's official today. While we were doing these roundtable interviews during Inter Miami's media day, the news drops: Gregory is off to Botafogo. His time with Inter Miami comes to an end. Jose, you and I discussed this last week. How we don't think he was a good fit for what Tata Martino wanted to do. And remind me, also had to offload some salary in terms of getting that budget where it needs to be before the start of the season. So this helps in a tremendous way. I will ask you about the system or the style. I will ask both of you, and we'll start with Andrea. How do you look back on Gregory's time with Inter? Andrea, did you get stuck? Is Franco there? Oh, uh, no, I thought you, we lost you. Well, I think Gregorio was a very important man for Inter Miami, not just on the field because, uh, well, he had some good times uh, with the team on the field, but he was a leader. He was a protagonist in, in the locker room with media, with the players. I think he has been one of the most important players in Inter's Miami shorts history. Um more influential than many of big names that they had brought into this team. Um, and I think the locker room will feel his, his absence more than in the field. I think his absence will be felt in the locker room and, and, and with his teammates because he was very involved with young players, with everyone uh, that came into this team and, and, and was a very hands-on person, um, not just like for jokes and everything. But um, I think um, he was a good player for Inter Miami, definitely top five of Inter Miami's history. I think I think they will miss him more, more on the locker room side and more on, on that side than on, on, on the pitch because they, they can replace him on the pitch. But um, I think they will miss him. So I agree with you that they lose a lot in the locker room. He's definitely like a unifier, right? Like someone that like could relate yeah. to everyone. He spoke Portuguese. He spoke he spoke Spanish or Portuguese. Um, and he spoke a little bit of English. His personality. He's like a happy-go-lucky yeah. guy, infectious. Also, like you know, mm -hmm. even Julia, uh, when we talked about it, said something along the lines of, uh, you know, he gave some really good speeches. So uh, pregame speeches. So I mean, from a locker room, yes, they they will lose uh, one of the key leaders. Of that lot. But Jose, if you look at Gregory's three seasons in their totality, am I alone in thinking 
Look, I'm not saying he was a bad player by any stretch of the imagination, but I think I get he's a fan favorite. I get why. Like I said, you know, we both said, you know, he's got that infectious personality, super nice, super pleasant, fun. But am I alone in thinking that he's, his contributions are a little overrated for what he did over the span of three seasons? No denying that in 2021, his first year, he was the team MVP. You felt his impact in games more often than not. Like he was clearly the best player for Inter Miami in that first season under Phil Neville. They didn't make the playoffs that year. Next year, I feel like his production levels fell off. His performance levels fell a little bit. They dipped. Team made the playoffs. And then last year, he obviously doesn't play a whole lot. He gets he gets injured, you know, three games in. He doesn't come back till late in the year. Makes another appearance or two, and then preseason this year. I mean, overall, are you with me or am I am I crazy? No, I'm with you. Are you, you with me? <laughs> no, no. You know, well, first off, I like to say that you know. I mean, I think we all feel sorry so sorry that he's leaving, but conditions for him are not bad at all. I mean, he he's just going to a signed, better team. He just signed up. No, 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 no Jose, that's not the question. Jose, this is how we get to an hour and 30 minute shows. The question No, is... but I mean, I, th- I think that's important to point out, and, and it's related because, you know, he's going to a better team, you know, he's going to get paid. So. I think it was about that time for him to move on. You know, I think uh, I I didn't see a way in which Gregory will go back to the Gregory that we saw in the first year. There was just, it's not that situation at the moment for Inter Miami. And, you know, whether Messi stays for one or two years, that's not going to change for Gregory, especially, you know, with young players in the same position coming up. So, um, I think at this point it's a good move for both sides. Inter Miami needed for you know the salary situation, and I think for Gregory going back to his home country and playing for a big name over there is a good scenario for him. So I think it's a little bit emotional because of the personality, but if we talk about production on the field, I think it, it works perfectly for both sides. So do you agree with me that his contributions yes. overall have been overrated a little bit? Yes, yeah, one I really think... good year. One really good year. The other year, normal, normalito. Uh, yeah, wasn't wasn't wow. Wasn't wasn't terrible. Just somewhere in the middle. And then last year, he doesn't play much. So he had one really good season at three. And yeah, I get but the people I mean, like the style, and I get like, yeah. he's an enforcer and a, a team, a guy that gives all the effort, gets stuck in, and isn't scared to back down from anyone. But I but, think like you see, they could they could upgrade that position. They could upgrade yeah, that position. Yeah, that's very Inter Miami like. You know, we've seen that with some other players, and and I think Gregory is above the names that I'm about to tell you. But I, I felt like the similar situation with Break Shea. Break Shea, you know, felt like he was a popular player. No, man, you cannot time. put Gregory in the same no, sentence. No, yes, Shea. that's why I said. That's why I said. <laughs> don't don't even say it then. Get him, Break Shea. Break Shea. Um, Robbie Andrea Robinson, is not rolling her boat no, towards Ireland. Another Hill. player, no. another player that no, people keep no, talking no. about, waiting for him no. to do something, and you know he's not going to perform. Um, uh, Christian Macoun, another player that was he was very liked by fans, but really, you know, not a none not of a those top have ever performed so with Inter Miami. It's, it's very Inter Miami like to kind of have an affection for a player, and when they leave. They overreact to what they did on the field and to what and to how they felt about the personality of personality of the player. Andrea does not agree with you. 
I mean, I don't. Yeah, I think I think you took it a step too far by grouping them there with Brett Shea and, and the like. What? Um, but no, look, look, look. I want to make it clear. I think Gregory was. If you have to put it in a balance, right? I think he was a net positive overall, right? Net positive, but he was limited. He was limited. Would you call Gregory right the best fielder, fielders in MLS? No. Yes no. 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 Okay. I wouldn't either. And I had I had someone uh, a Botafogo um, Twitter account, X account, reach out to me once I tweeted out the news on Saturday or sorry on Thursday during the right before the game kicked off uh, the final preseason game against Newell's Old Boys. I tweeted out the news. Sources said they was on the way to Botafogo. So this Botafogo account reaches out to me and starts asking me a few questions because they wanted to create a thread to inform Botafogo fans of the player they were getting. And one of the questions that I was asked was. Gregory was one of the best midfielders in MLS. And I was like, no, I don't think so. I don't have that opinion. I thought he was a solid starter for Inter Miami over the course of his three seasons. But was he one of the best midfielders in Major League Soccer? Best defense midfielders? I would say. I would say. No, I don't think so. I don't think Andrea, so. Andrea, yes or no? The first season, yes. That all, we're talking about the whole, the whole thing. Fears. Mm, no. No. The whole so, MLS, no, but if Inter Miami, yes. He was important for Inter Miami, absolutely. Yeah. But they can get more at that position. Obviously, you have to figure that out, manage that. Redondo is apparently on the way after the talks fell through, then started back up again, etc., etc. But, you know, they can get more to that position. Gregory was. But Redondo is not the out. same player as, as, as Gregory. But they can get more out of the position that they want. Like he's not going to be a like for like switch in terms of a, a bruiser and a battler, but they can get more, especially with the style they want to play. They can get more. Look at this, Jose. Look at this. This is for you, Jose. Dedicates this to you. It's from Robert Lappy. Says, Where is Robbie? Where is Robbie? And you know why that's an important oh, question, Robert? Sorry. Because Jose and I had a little disagreement earlier today at the round table because. I was like, oh, I, I'm going to ask about Robbie Robinson, man. Like, I'm going to ask about him because, like, clearly this is mis- – I know he's not a prominent figure in this team, but, like, he's just gone ghost. He's mystery uh, in terms of Inter Miami. Where is he? What's happened to him? You know, he's been dealing with an injury again, et cetera, et cetera. We had so, seven minutes with Tata. Seven no, minutes like, with Tata. I just uploaded the video and it was 30 No, no, no. Minutes. I mean, that's what we ended up having because, you know, we were fortunate. But initially we were told seven to eight minutes with Tata. Well, after that's that long wait. Proposed, and that's what, yes, and that's when you proposed asking about Robbie Robinson of all people. Well, and I want to update on the injuries in general. In general, and Robbie is one of those players. But listen, I will say this for people that are curious about Robbie Robinson, because I did pick up, you know, I asked Papa in the round table, he gave, he gave a response about an injury that Robbie Robinson is dealing with. I picked up more information later in the day. So, source told me. That Robbie Robinson came into preseason with an injury. How he suffered that injury is unclear. Because if he hasn't been playing or training, um, you know, in the team environment, unclear. Maybe he injured himself on his own. I don't know. That that, that part's unclear. Inter Miami's medical staff is of the belief that he is he can recover and contribute and play in the short term. Robbie Robinson went to another doctor, different medical staff, and they said that he needs surgery. 
So there's two different medical staffs with two different opinions on Robbie Robinson. And now Inter-Miami and Robbie Robinson are looking for a third opinion. Figure Why? out what to figure out what the next step is. Because and this is not the first time it happens, by the way. He always gets time. injured. But it, at, at this point, it's not his fault. It's Inter Miami's for getting his contract renewed. Why did they renew true. him? That is true. Why? Yes, that is true. It's not his fault. It, okay, I, I don't like Robbie Robinson as a player, but it's not his fault here. It's Inter Miami's fault because this was a player prone to injury. Tata knew that. Chris Henderson knew that. And they decided last year to renew him. So it's not his fault. It's the team's fault. So... It is what it is. But it's just, it they make these decisions, period. and now they have to deal with it because there there will be a player shorter. They they can they cannot sign someone to replace him because he's on the roster, and they did that. They decided that because he didn't have a contract anymore, and now his wages count because he's not he he he, he his old contract is done. So it was the done. team who did, made. Did the he have one more year? Did they trigger the option? Or is, or is he on a new deal? I, I'd have to look back. I think it's think a new they, deal. Yeah, he had an option, but it's a new contract. He's not generation. I'll either. tell you what. I'll tell you what. Okay, you if you pound against the salary, then it makes sense to just you know take a flyer on him and leave him on the roster. But uh, anyway, it's just interesting. It's interesting that Inter Miami's medical staff thinks one thing about Robbie Robinson. Robbie Robinson has sought out his own medical. Uh, advice or expertise in, from somebody else, and they're saying that he does need surgery. And now that they're at this um, impasse, they don't know which way to go. They need a third opinion. All I would the same, trust the medical staff that takes care of Lionel Messi and Luis Suarez. I, it's just me, you know. I would trust. I think those people know what they're doing. It's just crazy. It's just, I don't know. I mean, that's one thing. You can read into that. You can read into that what you want. You can read into that what you want. I mean, maybe Rob Robinson doesn't trust the Ryan's medical staff. Maybe again, that's a position, not information. Um, that part because maybe he's like, you know, I've had so many injuries over the last few years. I I need to go see somebody else. I need to see a specialist or whatever the case is. Maybe possible, but anyway, Robinson not figuring playing anytime soon when it comes to Jermaine. So there you go. If any people were curious about Robbie Robinson, Jose, and I got the answers I was looking. For. All right. Anyway, good. Let's 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 move on. Let's move on. Uh, your boy, one of your boys, Edison Ascona, also on his way out at Inter Miami. He's gone on loan to the Las Vegas Lights. A needed move for him because he wasn't going to get much playing time this year. I know you guys have been hiring him for you know since he signed practically. Um, I know you don't really like this move, Jose, but I will. I'll go no. to Andrea just very quickly so we can just you know touch on the subject. Your thoughts on his move to Las Vegas? And is this it for him with Inter Miami? Is this the last time this season? Obviously, still on loan, but it's the last time we'll see uh, Edison Escona in Inter Miami. It, it may facility. be. It may be. I think this move was necessary for him. He was not getting any playing time soon because Tata has not used him um, never since he came. Just maybe one time, I think he came in, so he needed to move. And I think Inter Miami was intelligent here, and it's something I, I really want to discuss in the future because these loan deals are interesting to me because these are not whole season loan deals. This, like Edison Oscona, and then also um, Emerson Rodriguez, who they were, who Tata confirmed to us that was going to Santos, and somehow he appeared in Colombia. Uh, and only uh, a deal for six months. So that's interesting to me, especially in this case of Ascona, because Ascona, after June, he's going to go and play uh, the Olympics. So Inter Miami is also intelligent because 
they they leave that option open that if he goes and performs in the Olympics and anyone is interested in him, he they own him, they own his his rights and can there get is, there the is money an option from, to buy though there is an option from a, from a, yeah there's an option to buy but um the they're thing not is gonna buy him. they're, they're not gonna buy him it's a usl team and it's just for four months if you count it from now when the season starts for usl is in march to june it's three months of a loan so those loans are interesting to me um it's also a move they they, they needed to do because um uh, of roster compliance not that it's going to make a lot of money but uh it, it'll help them with with compliance but it's interesting to me that inter miami is making these loans for three months four months of of a season instead of 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 the whole year so um i think it's for, more it's more about giving him minutes minutes him yes that's what well, i was going to say why include and, the purchase option why include the they, purchase option for june they will not buy him but because why, why the, it you why always it? with with a with a loan, you almost always get a, a buy up option. But let's there's be serious. No reason, there's no reason why Las Vegas will buy. Will buy him Madison exactly. Gonna, there's no reason at all. I mean, it's there's no to, for USL to, teams. There's there's no business in buying MLS players. Exactly. They buy young players, develop them, and if they can sell them to MLS, then that's how that's it works. their deal. Exactly. And especially Las Vegas Lights, I'll tell you, I know that team. They are not in the market for buying players. You know, they want to sign guys to one-year deals or mm-hmm. loans, or that's what they're looking for. And and you know, everybody knows that. So. And Inter Miami knows an that, and they know that the player is wanting to go to get playing minutes to go to the Olympics. So, I think it is, it's an intelligent move for him and for Inter Miami because he comes back in June and he goes to the Olympics in July and has a good tournament. Inter Miami can cash out on him on that moment. To First offer that comes in, they sell him. A better, <laughs> exactly, a better, a better economic option uh, of a team, where, not only in the United States but wherever. If he has. A, a good a good tournament in the Olympics because that is what happens. Which he might, by the way, because in he's the a Olympics, starter exactly. for them. He's a starter. He's the captain. So uh, I I am predicting, like last year, that he's going to have a good Olympics. Yeah. Emerson Rodriguez is also officially loaned out to Millonarios back in his native Colombia. Look at this. These also on June. Guys- June. These players that you guys were really, really high on being loaned out. Look at that. Look at Bro, that. I don't know. I said something about maybe I said something about your scouting abilities. Playing guys. for Millonarios um, and playing for it's Santos better than playing is than better than playing Miami. for Inter Miami. You totally. what did that? No. Absolutely. Yes. One thousand. Absolutely not. Who is Inter Miami, Frank? Oh come on. I have Inter Miami. I, I would rather play. I'd rather play with alongside Lionel Messi and train. That's next not. To Messi that's then go. Listen, that's as a that. fan. That's as a fan. fan. Yeah. Exactly. If you're a fan of the game, yes. If you're a fan yeah. of the Both game, things. yes. What but, do you mean if you're a fan of the game? There's players that are taking payments to come to South Florida. They just want to play ooh, with Messi. They want to play with Messi. They want to play with Inter Miami. They want to play with Messi. Who can pay to play with Messi? Who? Jordi Alba, Luis Suarez, young players are coming They are making more than a million dollars. They were not making that in Europe. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, Emerson Rodriguez, his career began in his native Colombia. He left Colombia, right, to enter Miami to take that next step in his career. And it didn't go well for him. So what happened? He had to take a lateral move, 
you can say it's an upgrade if you want to talk, just talk about the team, but pretty lateral in terms of the overall league and, and aspirations. Went to Mexico on loan, didn't kill it by any stretch of the imagination. Came back to he South did. Africa for a bit. He, he killed it. Oh, he killed it. Franco, yes. they wanted him back. Like, seriously? It's like, he you don't it? watch Dude, Liga yes. MX, they wanted so you him back. Oh, no. You don't know. How many games so did you watch? How many games did you watch? Why didn't they take him? If, you, if he killed it, why isn't he there? Why didn't he go back to Colombia? Because Inter Miami is asking their inversion back. They want the 8 million, 30 million they paid for him. Yes. That is the truth. If he was that good, they would pay. I mean, he's not a superstar. You know, the you know the... The Mexican Kyle, league Kyle has it correct. He left me on Alias and returned back. He has not progressed. That's well, he's playing. And that's that's not what we said. What we said is that he's play he's playing for a bigger team. Millonarios is a much bigger team than Inter Miami, oh, and really? will be. And Millonarios so, has been a, a bigger team. He's a bigger team right now, roster. and will continue to be a bigger team. Name me three players on Millonarios roster. No, no, no. Our game is See, not about social media. No, the no, no. That's the problem. The problem is that you go by names. Yes. And these teams, they have history, which is bigger yes, than names. Because the names it's, will it's, come it's, and it's, go. Like I'm here, not arguing that they have more Games history. will come and go. They have history, and that's why they're bigger teams. They have trophies. They have competed at a high level. In Copa no, Libertadores, Copa Sudamericana. We're not saying that they don't, I'm not saying they don't have history. Jose, I'm not saying they don't have history. Bigger teams. Yeah, okay, no, anyway. Bigger names. Bigger teams. Much history. A lot more. Than what Inter Miami has. Inter Miami might get a lot more in a few years. I mean, they, they Millonarios and Santos, they have a huge advantage. They have been here for years and years. Inter Miami, they're four years old. So, I mean, you can't expect to compare a four-year franchise playing in, in the U.S. with, you know, leagues that have plenty of history and uh, and a huge okay, following. We weren't, arguing about, we weren't arguing about if he's going to a team that has more history. Almost any team has more history than Inter Miami. Inter Miami has been around for four seasons. That's why we said bigger team. But that, but that's, You're a bigger team. No, no, no. Just to hear more history doesn't make you a bigger team. You could be a yes. second division club. Yes, Franco, right, please be right. serious, man. Do you want to compare? We all live in the past. We all live in the past. Back to the future. Back to the future. We all live in the past. Jay Vasquez says, how many more players does Miami need to move off the roster or are they done? From what Tata Martino said to us today, doesn't sound like they're done wheeling and dealing just yet. Right? Is that you guys took away from his comments? Right. Actually, I think you yeah. have the comments here. Uh, let's see. Let's see what Tata Martino said. Because I asked him about, he kept saying, like, oh, we don't have the roster complete. So I asked him, well, when did he expect to have the roster complete? And he went into a longer answer. I'm going to paraphrase it before we show the, the clip because it's obviously in Spanish. He says that he hopes to have the roster complete the week leading into the Inter-Miami versus Orlando City game. That's when he hopes to have all the pieces in place. Now, he did say, obviously, the window for MLS is open until April. So, I think happening then, but that he hopes to have all the pieces in place by that, that, that game against Orlando City. But let's listen to Tata here. Yo creo que la semana previa a Orlando hay posibilidades. Es cierto que la liga, el libro de pase lo tiene abierto, creo que hasta el 24 de abril. Y entonces a lo mejor lo que no puede darse ahora, porque también hay una cuestión que tiene que ver con el espacio salarial, no es solamente una negociación, hay, hay que crear espacio, esto del espacio en algún otro momento ya lo hemos hablado, a veces para crear espacio, porque incluso a veces no es ni, ni siquiera para tener un jugador, es para poder empezar en forma normal la temporada, tenés que desprenderse a última hora de jugadores que no te gustaría desprenderte, pero que 
como tienen mercado y hay un monto bastante, bastante importante de dinero que nos permitiría arrancar bien o traer algún futbolista, bueno, esto pasa y yo creo que eh, mi deseo es que por lo menos para Orlando podamos tener el, el plantel completo. No sé si será así, pero bueno, tengo la expectativa de que, de que sea. So how many pieces, Jose, do you think are left to bring on in, in, in Tata's mindset, in his, well, in his I, brain? What, is he, what do you I, think? I don't, I don't know. I think, I think he explains, and he has been doing this for, you know, maybe a week or so. And what I get from it is that, you know, we kind of have to make the move first of letting a player go so that then, then we can allow we are allowed to bring one in. So I think that's going to have, I think with obviously Ascona leaving, I don't think that, that, that relates to another player coming in because I don't think that's enough. Um, and I'm not sure if... So Gregory's, Gregory's absence does help in a big way. Like right, absolutely. He gives them a yes. million dollars. But, it, I, but million I mean, dollars. I think at least one more player will be coming in if you think that Federico Redondo is coming in because of Facu, which, you know, Facu's injury kind of opens up a small window for them because they can kind of replace him in terms of roster, right? Not a position on the field or anything right. like that. Uh, but uh, not, not like for like change, but right. yes. know, someone else is going to come out. And, and what, what has been reported is that Quarantine Coco Jean, Andre with the best pronunciation of Quarantine Jean, um, will be getting bought out in all likelihood. So that's definitely one. Remember when I told you that? Remember when I told you that? Do you I remember when you? I don't. And it makes sense because then you have Quentin John who's coming back from injury, and the other option to sell, the only other option of interesting player that Inter Miami could offload is Robert Taylor. But if you let Robert Taylor leave, you don't have anything else. I wonder if there's a market for Franco Negri. And then but Franco Negri, Franco Negri is an option that could also could also leave. Yedlin is an option, like you were talking last week. Yedlin is also an option, but I think with Gregory leaving and the, them getting that million dollars is going to help them get compliant, get uh, Federico Redondo, and maybe get some other MLS players. We've been talking about uh, Escobar from Houston Dynamo. Franco, mi tocayo, Franco, my name's yes. sake. Franco Escobar. We could also un- see a trade to get another MLS player. We could see a trade. Um, and and I think we're going to see, like Jose was saying last week, that they're going to buy out. They get one buyout per season, so they're going to buy out Quarantine John because uh, of all of the other players that are available, he is the one with the highest salary. That they have to pay. People, people and, have people have their opinions here in the comments. Pablo Olazo says Yedlin is expensive. Free up that cash. Yedlin is expensive. But the thing I is, I want to tell tongue. our listeners. The thing is, like, Taylor is better than Coco John. Yeah. Well, we didn't we didn't get to see a lot of quarantine John because he, unfortunately he got injured. He came well injured also. So Inter Miami has that that thing that they buy injured players and then try to rehabilitate them, right? Because the same thing happened with Nico Freire. But um, the thing is that Robert Taylor is proven in the MLS. So Robert Taylor will be interesting 
for uh, other MLS teams. Quarantine John will not be as interesting as Robert Taylor. So um, I think Inter Miami have options to trade with other teams. We could see uh, uh, trades happening for 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 other players, especially in in defense, because we can either see Negri or we can see Yetnin go out because they need another central defender. They have only what what they play uh, and. They don't. Uh, the, uh, the only one in the bench is uh, Ryan Saylor, who's not. Um, so Giuseppe here says, if we get Escobar, Yedlin has to go. Now, well, he, he, is... he's a, he's another uh, uh, <laughs> lateral. So yes, it, it, they but would have. Is, is he though? Is I know he is a lateral, right? He's a, he's a fullback. But something, if, I, if my memory serves me correctly, and I could be mistaken. This is you're making me jog, you know. John oh, he has played as center back. He has played, if I'm not mistaken, under Tata yeah. Martino when he was with Atlanta United. Franco Estebar was with the Houston Dynamo right now, so so that we're filling in everybody in here. But when he played under Tata Martino at Atlanta United, where they won an MLS Cup, he played as a center back yeah. at Atlanta. I'm not mistaken. My memory's are and I think that is what they're looking at him for. I don't think they're bringing him in to be a fullback, right? Like Julian Russell, if DeAndre Edlin leaves. Is going to be the starter at that spot, right? And then you've got uh, Israel Boatwright as an option if you if you need. Um, you know, you could put Escobar there if you need to in a pinch. But I think they're looking at him to be someone that can help address that center back depth that we've talked about. Um, and that's interesting, right? Because and this is going to be a storyline that goes into the season. That this team, that does own words, the roster is not going to be complete until after the season begins. And let's see how much that plays a part in how they do this year because they've got important games coming up in a matter of few in these next few weeks, right? There's a lot of you important know, games. Bottom line, I think with, you know, with the compliance um, talk is I think there's, there's nothing to, to worry about if you're like, you know, an inter Miami fan, you know, I because think they, it's Gregory. if they wouldn't have sold Gregory, it would have been worrying for them. No, but I mean, they have so many pieces that are there, you know, they're, you know, they're players that we have known for years, but you know, if they if they find a market for for Jean Mota, I mean, they can get rid of him. I mean, they can send him over. Franco Neri, DeAndre Yetling, those are all players that can leave the team and expectations will remain exactly the same. You know? So I don't think this this is something that you know, I think the Inter Miami lived through the worst when it comes to compliance and roster rules, which, you know, there are the sanctions that they went through, which they're now clear of. So I think that's nothing to worry about. You know, Carlos, like, Carlos saying Escobar has Messi's face tattooed on his leg. He will do anything and everything well, to, there you to go. help the team. Yeah, well, and I've heard a lot of comments from fans that it's Inter Miami just Argentinian now because we're only signing Argentinians. We don't sign anyone else. Federico Redondo is Argentinian, uh, Nicolás Freire is Argentinian, and they, if they bring Franco Escobar, they'll have like more than eight Argentinians on the team. It's there's, it's incredible. There's definitely an Argentine element to the whole thing, and that's I think yes. it's I mean we've talked about that since last year when when the coaching changes were made and um, the direction that the team looked like it was it was headed, especially with uh, Messi's looming arrival. Which I remember Andrea, the week before it happened, you were still saying it was not going to happen. It was going to Barcelona. Yeah, I didn't um, believe so. it will happen. Uh, well, here we are. Here we are. Um, Chris right, Henderson, so though. What's can, can we rate Chris Henderson later in the pod? 
Because how, I, how, do we, I, I how do we rate him yet if we don't know how the players are going to perform? Don't you think he should have a team ready for Messi by, by now? Well, he had the most important thing that I Messi wanted. I think he wanted. should have a team ready. They got Luis Suarez. That was what Messi wanted. So well, if we rate him on that, he's keeping Messi happy, right? Well, we knew that since June of last year, didn't we? We knew that since last year. That yeah, but they needed over. a lot of so, players. Let's talk about that. Okay, let's talk about that. Because you need to have a team ready. Season, this is the season preview pod. So whether the team's ready or not, this game in two days against Real Salt Lake is going to be the season opener for what is going to be Lionel Messi's first full season in Major League Soccer, where he's going to deal with more travel, more games, a lot more. He's going to be in the Congress Champions Cup, maybe the U.S. Open Cup. No, no, yeah. Um... Leagues Cup again, etc. Cetera, et cetera. So hold it. What do we expect from Inter Miami this season? Is it win as many trophies as possible or bust? You know, how is how are we going to rate Inter Miami's success this year? Uh, they have to win it all. That's the expectation. If they don't win, and what win is win it all? What does that mean? They have to win Champions Cup, they have to win MLS Cup, and they have to win Leagues Cup. And if they play Open Cup, they have to win Open Cup as well. If they have Messi on this team, they have to win it all. They just have to win it all. I mean, there's no excuses. You have had plenty of time to build a good roster around him. And if not, then, you know, that tells me they only care about money, which, you know, we have seen. We've seen that throughout preseason. But I'll give them the benefit of the doubt throughout the season. Um, but if you really want to win, and if you really want to build a legacy for Inter Miami in MLS and for Messi, and it's one of his last stops and maybe the last one, I really think they need to win it all. Now, that's not my expectation, but I think they need to go for every competition. That's the only you know, way it works. Because she says... You are crazy. Maybe two cups. And I agree with you, said you. Look, will they be the favorites in every competition? Are they one of the expected favorites? Absolutely. And that's going to be one thing that they have to deal with. And I asked a few of the players today. Because they're literally going to get the opposing team's best game in every match. Right? We saw that. You saw the, how the players from Al-Hilal and Al-Nasar were doing the Ronaldo celebration when they were scoring. Like, it meant that much for them to score on Inter-Miami and Lionel Messi. So every team that plays Inter-Miami is going to give them their absolute best game. And that's going to I make it I told you that last year and you, you, didn't, you didn't agree with me, Frank. Well, they're, they're, now, it's, now it's going to be a tougher challenge for them. Yeah. Across the board. They have now the Messi's impact in the league, the Messi uh, fanboys that all players, some players are, not all of them, but some of them are, has already passed because he has been in this league for already half a year. So it's not even that still, new. Even still, even still, you when you're playing against Messi, you want to lucirte. You want to exactly. showcase. And those players were playing against Messi for the first time in preseason. He, I mean, and 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 you know, MLS is Jose. very forgiven, very very forgiven. Listen, they, listen could, they could, they could, so they you don't agree with the first six months. They they go on a good stretch to finish the season, and you know they make it to the plane, and here we go. They are in the playoffs. No, okay, I they, disagree with Jose, Jose, but right yes, now yes, this year they are forgiving. MLS They're is forgiving, expected but to be, to be 
to win, to win the supporter shield, to win everything, to be the best well, team the, on the, the league. Listen, 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 when, when, Le, when LeBron, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Bosh formed the big three with the Miami Heat, they had a lot of fanfare from you know South Florida and across different markets in the world. Same thing with this Inter Miami team. There's a lot of fanfare locally. More fans have come out and turned out and become Inter Miami fans. You see the Inter Miami jerseys much more prevalent throughout any part of South Florida. But but Inter actually, I saw an Inter Miami jersey uh, yesterday. I thought it was going to be a Messi jersey. It wasn't. It was just an Inter Miami jersey, one of the newer ones. How many um, Suarez jerseys do you see? Not I haven't seen them. I haven't seen them yet. Um, but but there's a lot of fanfare locally, and in other parts of the world, there's a lot of fanfare for Messi being here. But within MLS circles, you get the sense, or at least I get the sense, that there's a lot of disdain for this Inter Miami team. There's a lot of dislike them. for this Inter Miami team. I and told they become, you that was going in to circles, the, like the Miami Heat were, the villains of the league. Because everybody wants to beat them. Nobody wants to see them do well. You can call it haterade. You can call it um, odioso. Whatever you want. You can call them whatever you want. But it definitely, to me, feels like that. Inter Miami might have a lot of fanfare, but in the league, no one's trying to do them any favors. And no one wants to see them yeah, well they're so. going for them on the league, so it's gonna be difficult for them. But the league is forgiving, as Jose is saying. The league is forgiving, but I think they need to show, especially in the Champions Cup, because they build this roster supposedly to get there. But you gave a great example, and I told this to Jose when the Miami Heat signed LeBron and with uh, Chris Bosh and Wade was here. They lost their first final, and. What happened because they they had the big three, but they didn't have the uh, the lesser stars. So the the second year the they got cast. good players, the supporting cast. They got Ray Allen and they they won the championship because of yeah, Ray but Allen. You're talking about the best league. Oh, so Inter Miami has not for me for me. Inter Miami has not done enough with the roster to build that up to fix. The problems that they had last year, even with Lionel Messi on the team, even Lionel Messi playing his best and and being a good player, they have not done enough to bring more of that supporting cast for Inter Miami to win everything. So they go with that responsibility because they brought Suarez and they have Messi and they names that that's, that's what, is a I world champion. I don't agree with you guys on that because I don't agree with you guys on that. Like, Yes, is Inter Miami going to be considered favorites for every competition they're in? Yes, one of the favorites, absolutely. But is it realistic to expect them to win everything? No, absolutely They just not. have to go for it. If oh, you have Messi you're playing a CONCACAF competition. I don't see, listen, I don't see any reason why they should go for the League's Cup. I see no reason for why they should go for the League's Cup. They already won it. Why do they need to win it again? Because they have Messi. They so have what? to win everything. So no, man. There's, there's a bigger everything. picture at play here. No, there's a so bigger picture here. Would you be play? okay if they don't compete picture. in League's Cup then? And then then let's let's talk about it. I, we were talking about that uh, today in the media day. They go to Champions Cup. They get an MLS team, supposedly, with a projection in Nashville, if Nashville win in the Dominican Republic. So they get an MLS team. But after that, are they are they favorites in that in that cup? They didn't players yeah. for me to consider them to be favorites against the opposition on the other side. I'm with Steve Munoz. I'm with Steve Munoz. Oh, those yeah. No, no. Those, those are the yes. two cups that yes. matter. Those are the two cups that matter. The rest, look, you get them cool. If you don't get them, also fine. That's not going to make or break, oh, you, you won the season or you were successful the season or not. That the Open Cup would be a nice little bow. Uh, to, to put on if you're in Miami because you don't have that trophy. League's Cup, they've already won League's Cup. 
winning Leeds Cup again does I don't think that does anything more for them than just to say okay they won that tournament. But it doesn't do a whole lot. These two competitions are the ones. Leeds Cup is not even a real tournament. Well, yeah, Jose, we're not going into that tangent of whether Leeds Cup we value or not. They should. For me, they should prioritize the Champions Cup. But in Champions Cup, they have not done enough for me for them to come as favorites to this tournament. They are a lot of more better teams than them in that tournament. But Champions Cup is going to be the first competition where they're going to games in the next few weeks. Right, so that one they have to try to win. They have to try. I don't know if they have the team to win that, but that they have to try to win. For me, if they win the, either that or yeah. MLS Cup, and I've said this before, then you cannot call the season a success, no matter what. Yes, I agree. If they For me, if they get eliminated two, any, any, anywhere before the final in Champions Cup, before semifinal, if they lose against Mocha FC or against uh, Nashville, it will be a failure. Even if they win uh Elite's Cup or whatever. But for me, that is the tournament that they have to play because that is a tournament that takes you to the Club World Cup, to a new Club World Cup, gives you money, gives you more money. No, winning MLS doesn't give you enough money like winning Champions Cup will bring to Inter Miami. But uh for me, all my as we say in Spanish, todos los huevos en ese costal. A Champions Cup should be the most important thing for Inter Miami. And it is. Champions, it. Champions Cup is the most important thing in the, in the but short. But they don't have defenders. No, 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 so no, no, how is it the right. most important right. thing? That is the also. most important thing. In they the knew they, that was the first thing they had it in, in the calendar, and they don't even have a complete roster. So that, that, that's different. We can talk about that once we get to those games. It's, it's a different subject, you know, where they're at. But yeah, that that needs to be a, a cup that they try to win, and so does MLS Cup. Supporter Shield. Doesn't matter, especially not with this yeah, aging we, roster that they have with the Cuatro Fantásticos, the Fantastic Four. They're going to get rested through or rested. They're going to have some call ups during the year. They're not going to be around. So, like, support shield. If anyone's thinking support shield, don't because I don't think that's something in their mind gunning for, nor should they. They need to think bigger. Short term, Champions Cup. Long term, it's MLS Cup. No, I think they need to. I think they need to win MLS Cup. If they don't win MLS Cup, MLS Cup is what gives you that little star above the crest. Nobody cares about that, bro. Nobody cares. That, those stars that you know, the only stars that really matter are the World Cup stars. Yeah, those are the stars that really matter. Champions Cup. If you're competing in Champions Cup, you have Messi. If you don't win Champions Cup, there's no coming back from. Do that. you think they have enough to win Champions Cup? No, I don't think. But that's on them. Do you think Inter Miami for not having a solid team to compete in the most important season? They get eliminated. Do you think Inter Miami has what it takes to win Champions Cup? Do you think they have what it takes right now with this? You're just building excuses for them when they get eliminated. They are obviously going to say, "Oh, MLS is a big deal." It's a failure. We already said, and Tata said it. They want to so win none of us Champions here Cup. think that they have the team capable of winning Champions Cup. All three no, of us agree they don't, that have, they a don't have a team right now. No. Okay. And that's okay. on Chris Anderson and, and Tata ownership and, and Tata and everybody involved. They should all take responsibility for not being ready at this point. Exactly. Of the okay. So if we don't think if we don't think that that that, that uh, Inter Miami has what it takes to win the Champions Cup. Then the next cup is MLS Cup, the next biggest cup, according to you guys. 
Do they have what it takes to win? According to Tata. Do they have what it takes to win that? Right. I think right now is too early to tell if they have enough to win MLS Cup. Right now, this is a season preview. Not enough. They have to go for it. This is a season preview. No, they don't have. Right now, they don't have. I disagree. I disagree. I think they have shortcomings in the back. Absolutely. But when you have Messi and you have the star power that they have, they are absolutely should be a team that's in contention for MLS Cup at the end of the year. Oh, you just get into the yes. playoffs. You you can get in as as a six. I think they get in the playoffs. And then, I think they yes. get in the playoffs. I think oh, if they okay. get in the playoffs, the playoffs this whole thing winning. is a failure. The whole thing. Tata Martino's fired if they don't make it. Unless they sell this. stuff, then then they'll be happy with it. But I don't know. Right MLS now, agree to this. MLS in MLS, even with Messi and everything, they are not a complete team. They don't have defenders. We have seen it. They it's how many? But you know that MLS, the money is spent in the attack. Right, so yes. the defense is secondary when it comes to major league soccer, and that's what New Miami's betting on. They're betting on yes, Franco, but we have seen teams bet on, on attacking players, and that is not enough to win the championship. If not, New York Red Bulls will have a championship. LA Galaxy with Latan will have a championship. They didn't. Tony asks, I think all MLS teams are short on depth and quality to win an international tournament like Concacaf Champions Cup. Now, MLS team, MLS team has won the tournament before. Well, and the Concacaf pandemic Champions year, though. Pandemic. But it is, but it's it's rare, right? It's not something common. Yeah, but Again. no other MLS team had Messi mm-hmm. and Suarez. Okay, Jose, weren't you the one who was just saying? Oh, let's see. there you go again with like just going off of this name. And I think they're both very talented. I think they're going to do very well in MLS. But at the at the international level, with a team that's not you know evenly distributed in terms of talent, I think they're going to struggle because playing teams that can spend as much money as they want, right? They're going to run into Mexican teams. They can spend as much money as like they want or have talent. All big them. names, big teams, bigger teams, right? <laughs> in ML- ah, in MLS, I like how you turned it on Franco. <laughs> in MLS, in MLS, hold it. We're not, I'm not getting back into that because like someone said in the comment section, Aston Villa has a lot of history right. that does not mean that they're a big team. Um, uh, they are. They are bigger than Inter Miami. Franco, please. Aston Villa is a lot bigger than Inter Miami. Maybe five players on, on Aston Villa right now. Leon Bailey, Emiliano no, Martinez. It's not about the names. It's not about the names. The names come and go. The names come and go. The roster changes every year. The MLS Cup. All right. So MLS Cup. So we all do we all agree that Inter Miami has a better chance of winning MLS Cup than Concacaf Champions? Cup? That's the the. It's a long time from now. A lot can the, change. The better shot, but I don't think that they are the favorites to win it. They have a better shot because they are allowed to make more it's, mistakes. It's, it, it's it, and it's an even playing field in terms of the teams they're competing yeah. against, right? Like more or less, right? Yeah. Of course, you can spend more if you have the money to do so, but it's a more even playing field. For yeah. me, I get I get why they want Concacaf Champions Cup. I get so why you want to go the, easy. On the stage. That's what you're saying. You want to go easy. I, I'm saying they you want to set up the biggest target wherever they can get you know an easy path to it. When you can allow them to make mistakes and have them make qualify to the playoffs late in the year, not to worry about it right now because it's too early and poor Inter Miami. They don't not, have the roster it. ready. I'll, I'll ask you to you like Come this. On. I'll ask, I'll on, ask you the question. I'll ask you the question like this, Jorge. We we don't think they're gonna win Champions Cup. But let's say they do win Champions Cup. Let's just say they do. And then at the end Success. of the year, they, and, and nothing else matters. And at the end of the year, they don't make it to MLS Cup, right? At the end of the Doesn't year, matter. The final does not include Messi. It does not include Inter Miami. The season's a success. You would deem the season a success. Yes. It's enough. That's all it takes. Yes. That's all it takes for it's Inter Miami to be successful. That's, that's yeah. it. That's it. That's yes, it. They're going to the World Cup. I think they should. They should go for every competition. But if 
if I had to choose, if I had to choose a tournament that Inter Miami needs to win, 1,000% I go for an international competition over MLS. Seattle got a Champions League and didn't even make the playoffs. It was a bust over. They would play their Club World Cup. They would play their Club Ooh, World okay, Cup. I would sacrifice so, yeah. Club World Cup. I mean, the league... 1,000 times over the Club World Cup. And they were the worst team in the Club World Cup that year. They got goleados by everyone. Disagree, man. They played against Disagree. it, against the worst no team. No other place in the world. But they got money from it. And now with the Club World Cup different, like it's going to be next year, Inter Miami will get even more money. And its future will be better secured after Messi if they get that championship. I not only because one, of the prize money but, this year. Name one league in the world. In name one league in the world that would rather have their local competition over Copa Libertadores, even Copa Sudamericana, no, Champions Cup, Copa Copa Cup Asian Cup, Champions League. I think it's teams, the Champions League of Concacaf. That is where Messi plays. Every Franco. team, every club wants to win wants an international win. competition over the league. You know, okay. there's a reason why Real Madrid is Real Madrid. Hold on, hold on. wants to win the Champions Cup? You Champions Cup because you know they, they're desperate to get to the Club World Cup so they can win that competition. Like, why, why is it such a big goal for them to win? No, the they are Champions a Concacaf team. They want to go to the Club World Cup. You know, to put their brand out, brand out there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so it's all about. It's not about the sporting aspect as much as it's about the brand and this and going playing on oh, the global it's stage. It's both, Franco, because if you win, you get that not just only by signing players, because you want it on the field. Not That's only how the team you get grows. You know, exactly. The, the history of the team is built when you compete with the top, top with teams. The top. And yeah. the only way for Inter-Miami to compete with the top teams is going to the Club I mean, I, World Cup. I disagree with your Would you rather world. have... So would you rather have Inter-Miami play in the group stage of the Club World Cup against Real Madrid, your favorite Aston Villa, and Tottenham? Or would you rather have Inter-Miami play the final Colorado against Rapids. Colorado Rapids, Rio Salt Lake, or even LAFC? <laughs> Which one would you rather have? I think I'd rather whenever, see, whenever I'd rather the see, time comes... If I was an Inter-Miami fan, I'd rather see Inter-Miami win an MLS Cup, man. I'd rather see they them play the, the Club team. World Cup. I'd rather see them. You don't want the your team. You don't want to play. You don't want your team to play. Against I would. I would rather see my team win the first Madrid? MLS Cup. That's what. That's what I would want if I was. Wow. Wow. That's what wow. I would. Want. I'd want to see that my team win their crazy. first trophy. If they had won an MLS Cup before, crazy. Then it's different. Then it's well, different. if you're in the Club World Cup, that means you won Champions Cup. So that's a mm -hmm. trophy. And and that's but, a, but that's you need a, to win MLS Cup. You need Messi. Messi needs to be and hit like the history of Inter Miami has to include Messi with an MLS Cup. It has. To. Why? It, Why? Otherwise, otherwise it's not a success in my opinion. Otherwise, I don't call it a success. What? That's, wow. that's how I see it. Franco, if Inter Miami goes Island to the club Frank. World Cup, Messi's stint in Inter Miami will be a success because he made a irrelevant club relevant all the way to the club World Cup. With Real Madrid, the, look at the clubs that are already yeah. qualified to the World Cup next year. Real Madrid, Leon, all those champions. Manchester City, all those champions. 
at this stage in the club's history, MLS Cup. And I agree with that, man. I agree with that fully. But if they had won an MLS Cup before, MLS Cup, I would be a hundred percent on win money, man. But it's, not, about, but it's not, hey. not just about money. It's from the sporting aspect. Inter Miami. What does saying, MLS? What sporting thing that does winning the MLS Cup brings you? Give me an example. The moment stays in the history or Inter Miami of the league. They won their first MLS Cup. They won their first star. Not Lionel history in world of football, like winning that Champions League. Let me make this clear, Jose. I'm not saying that if they win the CONCACAF Champions Cup, that that's not important, that it's not significant, that it's not relevant. Absolutely, absolutely. It is. MLS is more important because they don't have that yet. And they Messi, Messi's here. Like, at that level, we've already agreed that Inter Miami is not at that level of those teams because of the financial impacts, the, the roster build, whatever you want to call it. But in MLS, Inter Miami is one of the teams that is considered one of the favorites. They have to win MLS Cup. If they don't win MLS Cup, I don't know if I can call this season a success. success. I think That's me. At the end of the year, when you're summarizing the year, they need to be in that picture on the podium holding that trophy. If they what? don't, I can't call it a success. That's I, I think that here's the difference with this. I think um, we come exactly. from a you place. Guys, you guys are shooting the other way. You guys are like, you guys don't think they're ready for this, but think they need to win this. Like, step they by have step, Messi. Step the, step. the thing with no, Inter Miami is Messi. not normal. It's I because think, they have Messi and Luis Suarez. I think I think make, we come. I think it's. Messi. I don't know if it's cultural or I don't know if that's the right word, but I think you know here in the states there's a romanticism about winning MLS because that's the only the only football soccer league that you have and the only thing that you have seen and the thing that you believe is the best there's out Carlos, there. Carlos T is with me. Carlos T is with me. Having I think, with the first star would, in MLS would be special. I'm with Frank. Yeah, I think 100%. there's there's romanticism about MLS. I think we were born into a, a, a different, different scenario, different mindset when it comes to football. We were born thinking we have to find a way to compete internationally and we have to win internationally. And here it's different because just a few years ago, nobody cared about um, the Champions League or the Champions Cup. Nobody did. I mean, MLS teams would go into the tournament complaining about the schedule and, you know, games were not even in the season ticket package. So, you know, stadiums were empty. So there's not a culture about international competition because MLS built everything in a way that MLS comes first. No. And I think there's a romanticism about it. And we just don't see it that way. And I think that's, there's a difference, you know? I think that's why that we believe winning Champions Cup and competing against the best teams in the world mm-hmm. is amazing. It's, it's an experience that you don't see very often. You're not guaranteed that next year you're going to compete okay. in Champions Cup. In you might not go back to Champions Cup in 10 years. Be honest. Jose, be honest. You're, I know you're a proud hunter, but be honest. Conquer Cup Champions Cup, Conquer Cup Champions League, whatever you want to call it. The only yes. time MLS teams are really testing themselves, really, is when they're playing Mexican teams. That's it. Maybe the occasional Costa Rican team. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. But by and large, you're only testing yourself. You're not testing yourself playing down, and no offense to, you know, uh, Salvador. No offense to no, Jamaica. No, that's fine. Those teams, those teams, inter- like, this is not Europe. This is not South America. You're playing teams I'm talking about the level. Club playing- World Cup. When I'm talking about a test, I'm talking about the club win- They have to win the Champions Cup to get there. And right. Again, 
So, so if you're saying I, that I you don't have a big enough test against some of the teams competing in the competition and you're only going to face one or two teams from Mexico, then why are you not able to win two series home and away with two Mexican teams and go to the Club World Cup? Why not? No, if, you're not if you're not going to have enough pain, competition... Pain. Costa, you're, you're like, you're, you've lost it. You've lost the plot. Because I'm not saying that they, and that's not something they should try to do. Absolutely. But I think it does not, if you don't end the year with that MLS Cup, I just don't think it's as big of a success. I think they can win MLS Cup and not Champions Cup, and the season can be deemed a success. Where if it's the other way around, yes, because I don't think you so. have the romanticism. So. You have that MLS. mentality, yeah. You have the romanticism. You believe having an MLS star in your crest mm -hmm. is bigger than having an international competition. That's the romanticism that, that you grew up in an inter an international MLS appearance is not, is not better than an MLS That just doesn't do it for me. What you know, an international what? And it's just a, just appearing internationally in the Club World Cup like that doesn't that doesn't do it for me. Cool, they're there. Oh, that's the romanticism. They're there to participate. Awesome. They're not going to win that, right? Because they're not going to be able to win that against like Real Madrid most likely, right? So whatever, we'll, we'll leave it. We'll leave it there. Let's move on because our pre our season prediction. Where are the strengths of the team in the attack? Where are the weaknesses in the midfield and in the back? All right, Costa, it's time to put it out there. Okay. There you go. The moment you've been waiting for. Yeah. <laughs> All right, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with where they finish in the league? Do you want to start with what trophies they win? Because Let's start there, because that's the one that you was your hottest take or the one that you were most willing to, to share. How many trophies out of the, let's say, four competitions? Let's just throw Open Cup in there just, just for... For uh, shits and giggles. There we go. I'm cursing again. It's a new year. I don't care. <laughs> yes. uh, <laughs> the third pot in a row. I'm counting. Yes, hey, it's fine. I'm actually mad at myself that it took me an hour to, to, to drop the first curse word. Uh, so four cups. Well, I mean, you could throw in supporter shield if you want. No. Uh, so five four, Just four. But just, yeah, five. How many of those five is Inter Miami, according to you? No, I don't think they win a tournament this year. I don't think they win a trophy this year. Um, I think. Zero. Yeah, zero. Zero. I You're think saying zero. Zero, yes, zero. I think in, in the league, they make the playoffs. And they they go far, but they don't win the league. I think they don't win the league. Um, if they participate in Open Cup, I think that's that's the one tournament that I'm, you know, uh, I'm not so sure about my prediction just because of the first two rounds. And we know how it goes, you know. It's, it's going to be a very young team. And it's Open Cup. Anything can happen. But if they come through those two those two rounds, I think I think they make quarters, semis, and you know that's where I think they get closer. Um, in Champions Cup, just because of what we thought, I just don't think they are ready. I think they should be ready. Okay, you know, so it's your long way of saying zero. It's your long way of saying zero. Yeah, zero, zero. Okay. I'm not giving I'm not giving them excuses, but I think they go out in in the first round. And am I Andrea. missing one tournament or not? That's it, right? I just, I just wanted to know the total. You don't have to. You don't have to give me a break, break, breakdown because we'll never finish this pod. Andrea, how many do they win this year? How many trophies? Zero. None. So, and and this is this okay. Is, now I'll tell you why because I said did it. Champions Cup. They are not ready to to play. I, not I even Nashville. They are not ready to play. Um, U.S. Open Cup. Okay. Um, they don't. Uh, they might not even play I in the am, Open Cup. They might not I, even play. I am not convinced. I think all this drama about Open Cup is because of Inter Miami and of them not wanting to share Messi with U.S. soccer. But that's uh, a conversation for another day. So I don't think they will play that. And um, 
in MLS, I think they make it to the playoffs, but since Messi has the national team and the eliminatorias, it's not a certainty that he will be there to take the team. Uh, and uh, what's the other? Leagues Cup, they got Tigres, and I don't think they're going. And Supporters Shield, they're not. Okay, so all right. So you take and the Supporters Shield, I don't think they're, they're making it. And for me, especially in CONCACAF, they don't have a roster ready for, for, for the games right now. In March, they don't have a roster ready. And wow. in MLS, Messi has international duty, and he said it that that would be the most important thing this year. So I think for a key moments in MLS, he's going to be missing because MLS will not stop, not even for Copa America. He'll be there for the players, for, though. For, for, for. All right. For zero, zero. For you guys. You said both were saying zero. Zero trofeos para Inter Miami in 2024. Yes. I disagree, man. I disagree. I think they will win one trophy and it will be MLS Cup. I think that they'll get, they'll figure it out. They'll get there in the end. If they have to make big changes in the summer, um, to tweak the roster than they will, I think they will win one trophy, and I think it will be MLS Cup. I don't see the supporter shield because you know they have so many competitions they're going to be in that they're not going to be able to be that consistent. Especially like Andrea said, Messi's leaving. A lot of players are international players; they'll be leaving, so that depth is going to be tested. And I just don't see them maybe maintaining that level over the course of an entire season to you know win the supporter shield. So they won't have the best record in MLS Champions Cup. You guys just touched on it. I don't think they have the team to compete in that. Open Cup, they're probably not even going to compete in. And Leaks Cup, I think, is a throwaway. They've already won that. They don't need to overdo it and try to win it again. I mean, And it's not absolutely necessary for them to win um, the Supporters' Shield. I mean, they can... No, they can absolutely. Win. You can just get into the playoffs. Leaks Cup is what matters yeah. to me. And, I, yeah. and I, think they, I think they can win that. I think they can win that. If they win that, then I think... That's the tournament that they should have... I mean, they really have no excuses for that one. It's the one you that know? they should win. It's the one that they should win, which is why. They should have they a bitter, bitter shot at it. But I, I, I don't know. You know, my problem with that is that I feel like that's giving them uh, a pass for not being ready for Champions Cup. For, uh, for and I don't like that. I don't like that. You have Messi for so long. You need to be ready, man. You need to be ready. It's like if, if we have Messi have as a guest, if we have Messi as a guest in the pod. How many MLS teams have won the Champions League? Just one. Three. No, because DC United won it. And then like no, that's recently. Yeah. That doesn't, doesn't count. Doesn't count. Yes, yeah. don't, well, but count. then they no one because Champions Cup is a new tournament if we're not counting nah, the history. No, they, they just changed the name, the league to the cup. That's yeah, Seattle, Seattle. Yeah. But they didn't right. have Messi. None of the other okay. teams had Messi or Suarez. So, so one team, one MLS team has done it. Against MLS's mechanisms and the rules and the regulations yes. and the but one team has done it in, in 20 plus years or 20 years. No, this United won 2008, so no, 20 years. But how how many 15. how many MLS teams had anything close to Messi to compete in? Were you the one? Oh my! So just that's it. Just because Messi's there, that they're just you know. Franco, no, you are giving Messi. them a pass because I that's just the end right the now. Whole they semester. needed to have a team Liga ready. Campeones, Liga de Campeones, Liga de Campeones, and now they don't have a roster ready, man. They, don't they have needed a to have a ready. roster ready. You have Messi, so you need to put players around him that will help him compete at a high level in the most important competition of the year. You think Messi is the, the fix-all solution to, to the international, no, no, no. international level? Actually, and the contrary right. of that is exactly right. what I'm saying. Who, who will be Inter Miami's top goal scorer in 2024? 
Host. Messi. Back to you. Oh. Andres and Messi. I would say Suarez. Suarez will I will be the top say player. it's going to be close, but I'm going with Suarez. I'm going with Suarez. Because Messi will be gone more in my projection. So I think Suarez will, will end up scoring more goals because he's going to be around more. Uh, all right. Who will be the team MVP, regardless of what happens in 2024? Who is the team MVP? Andrea, this one goes to I mean, If you think Messi's going to be the top goal scorer, then you're going to think Messi's the team MVP, right? Yeah, I think it will be uh, Messi or Calendar. Well, you know, that's interesting. <laughs> that, they don't have a good means, defense, so Calendar needs to have a good year. If Calendar is the team MVP, that means that the attack did not do a good job or a good enough job. And then that, yeah, I expect them to score, score a lot of goals. Exactly. I, that, that, I think that their bet is they they're going to score a lot of goals, but they're going to get scored on also. Exactly. And I think they're betting be on it. And I think in MLS, they're going, they're betting on that because of how the rosters are made and the rules play out. They're gambling on, all right, we'll give up three goals, but we're scoring five. I think that's what right. Inter Miami's mindset going into this year. If they want to tighten things up defensively and they want to be más uh, solidos atrás, but they're betting on the attack outscoring. That's what it's going to. That's what that's what I perceive how they built this roster and what they they're planning to do, which I don't think is a bad bet. I don't think it's a bad gamble because MLS with how it's made. It's just, yeah, that's know, the way you should play. Absolutely, absolutely. Why not? Um, all right. So you say Messi. Jose, who's your team MVP? Oh, she said Messi. Account. Jose, Robbie Robinson? Red card to Asita from Tank 721. That would be shocking, shocking, Robbie Robinson. Uh, well, you know, I think I think Messi would end up being the MVP. Are, are we talking about, you know, Team, MVP. MVP? Team MVP. But from... From who do, who do we think? I don't want to hear your. I don't want to hear you know, who you want. No, to say a name, Jose. Yes, say no, a because name. I think I think Messi would get the MVP even if he scores one goal. You know, no, <laughs> no. he'll get the MVP. I mean, he's been getting. So, so um, your answer is Messi. Okay, Ballon yeah. d'Or. So I think Messi would get it. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Messi. It's a it's a clean clean sweep here. Messi across the board. All right, most surprising player. Who will who will. Come out of nowhere and surprise us and become more important than we expected. Hold you start this Ooh. time. This is gonna make you think. Surprising player. I have a I have a candidate. I have a candidate. I don't know if I'm convinced in what I'm gonna I, I'll start if you want me to. Start. Yeah, go ahead. Frey is a good option. Frey is a good option. But Diego Gomez, man. If Diego Gomez can go whatever they think. That he's got there because he's got potential, but they're really high. And if he can show that and repay that faith, then I think he could be an important player for this team because they're going to give him opportunities. It's clear that they're going to give him opportunities. So they rate him pretty highly, even though he hasn't convinced, at least from our vantage point. I think he could be, he could be the surprise player this year. Can I go or Jose? Yeah, go ahead. For me, I have to say my boy, David. David Ruiz. Oh, I think shocker. he's going to have a good season with Inter Miami. I think he's going to be that player that Tata uh, maybe was not thinking to be a starter, but will get that that opportunity and will score a lot of goals. And um, I think he'll gotta have a great season. Jose? Wow. I uh, don't know. I, I think your choices 
didn't help me at all. I think David Ruiz. Uh, Freire, say Freire, just say. No, because I, I, I have to see more from Freire. Israel Boltwright. What I saw I like from Julian Gressel? No way. After, <laughs> after the preseason, no way. Especially if he plays in the midfield again. Redondo, right. Federico Redondo, if he ends up signing? Well, yes, I'm, I guess I'm going to go with Redondo just because. He's not signed yet. But so. I, I'm not going to take any credit for it if it, if it happens. Oh, um, yeah, you're not going to take credit. All right, let's, we'll yeah. see about that. We'll see about that. At the end of the year, I see you boasting if, if it comes out to be that way. All right. Almost done here with the predictions. Most disappointing player. Who's the player that lets us down, that lets us on the outside in the media disappoint, lets the fans down? A lot of criticism. Just did not live up to expectation. Andre. Jordi Alba. Yeah. That was an easy choice for me. I think Jordi Alba. He's not a good defender. Yeah, he's not a good defender. Um, at this point, prone to injuries as well. You know, uh, you know what I'm going to say, man? And I just, I just want to... Brenner Miami sake, I hope I'm wrong. Brenner Miami sake, I hope I'm wrong. But I, just, I, I think I saw signs at the tail end of last year and even in preseason that haven't convinced me. Calendar. Great calendar. Yeah. I, th I think... You know, he had such a great year last year. Oh, he started having a great year. The, the, tail, the tail end last few months struggled a little bit more. And I don't know if I'm fully convinced that he's going to get back to that level he was at. If he does, it's great for Miami. Um, you know, hopefully for them, hopefully for himself, that that's the Drake calendar we see. It's the Drake calendar we saw for the first, you know, six, seven months, the league's cup Drake calendar. Because those last few months left me a little concerned. And even the preseason, some of the things I've seen, have left me a little for concerned. me, I'll tell you something, and that's for me, that's Inter Miami's fault because you could see that drop in Drake Calendar after Nick Marsman left. And Inter mm -hmm. Miami didn't bring another goalkeeper to compete. If you're an elite team, you need to have uh, someone that can compete. And right now, CJ Dos Santos may become that, who knows? But right now, he isn't. So, Drake Calendar is very comfortable in as a starting goalkeeper in Inter Miami. He doesn't have any problem, he's the best. And Inter Miami should have brought another goalkeeper after they they let go of Marsman because the other two don't have that quality. It's it's as simple as that, and and it coincides with Drake's uh, dip in form. And Inter Miami didn't do anything to to fix. That's it. That's why this team should be I mean, ready. It's, it's not you know, ready. You know, you know, you know, you know who could have been a good shout for uh, maybe a player that like, steps in and surprises us all. Franco Negri. Franco Neri well, was my MVP last year after, before he got injured and before Messi. That wouldn't be surprising. He was the best. No, but no one, no one right now is having Franco Negri being like a big time player from Miami. But he's got talent. He can score some goals. Just interesting to see where they where they play. Um, all right, let's let's do a couple more here. Let's do a couple more. How many goals does Messi score in MLS? MLS. Not, not, we're not doing all the competitions in MLS. And you have taken into account he's not going to be around for a lot of it. So, 16. 16? I'll go Close with thir 13. I'm going I'll go with 13, and I think Suarez scores 15 or more. But no, not over 20. I'm going 18. This team's going to score goals. Messi's going to be involved in a lot of them. So, 18 goals for Messi. All right, last one. Last one. And then we'll just start to wrap up the pod. Your one. Wild prediction for 2024 when it comes to Inter Miami. You've already said you don't think they win any trophies. That was pretty wild. But if you have another one, go for it. 
My wild hey. prediction would be that Campana takes over Luis Suarez. And Luis Suarez finishes the season maybe not on the bench, but not playing regularly. And Campana, you know, picks up the slack and and and, and overthrows um, Suarez just like he did with Pipita. And Joseph. Ah, Joseph. Andre, <laughs> what's your wild prediction for this? My wild prediction for this year is going to be I don't want to say it. Everyone's going to hate me. <laughs> but Messi is going to announce after Copa America that this is his last season with MLS and Inter Miami. Uh, interesting. I don't see that. Um, you know, a player we haven't really talked about. I know you guys aren't high on him right now. It's Thomas Aviles. Thomas Aviles. Maybe. Maybe he's the player that. Wild position, he scores 15 known goals. No, I'm just, <laughs> kidding. just kidding. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I have a, a wild prediction. I don't know if I have a wild prediction. I have to think about that. I don't know. I was just thinking of the of the predictions we should put out, and I didn't I didn't have an answer for that one. So maybe I'll come back to it. All right, very quickly, guys, before we call it a night. Inter Miami plays Real Salt Lake season opener on Wednesday. They play on the weekend again. Hopefully, we'll try to make a, a pod in between. Preferably Thursday or Friday, um, but preferably Thursday, but we'll see if we can do it. I don't know what your guys' schedules are like. We'll talk about that later. We expect them to remind me to play a back four or a back five? Back four. 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 I agree. Back four. Back four. Now, Cristo, does... Cristo Benaviles. Okay. Yes. Because of what Nicolás Freire said today, that he was not 100% and he that couldn't he's... play 90 minutes. That he's not 90 minutes fit. And that's why we'll start to wrap it up because I have the clip here where I asked him if he feels like he's 90, 90%, 90%, 90 minutes fit, 100% uh, fit and healthy because he's coming off four and a half months without playing due to an injury that he kind of alluded to being mismanaged uh, during his time in, in Greece. But this is what Fernanda said today in the roundtable interview about where he's at physically and from a football standpoint, futbolisticamente. Eh, te digo, es, eh, ha sido mucho tiempo el que, el que estuve parado porque en un principio era una lesión muy chiquita y, y, y bueno, ahora eh, reta la, la parte de la condición física yo me sumé con, con el grupo hace una semana y, y bueno, viste, es, eh, es, es un proceso como te digo pero bueno, ya, ya sintiéndome mucho mejor So it doesn't sound like he's going to start. No, right? no. No. And Tata, I asked Tata if he had the starting 11 ready, and he said he yes. He said yes. He said yes. So, all right. Let's predict that starting 11. We'll start with Jose. Are you going to think for a while here, or do you have it ready? No, Tata I have it. Yeah, right. I think we talked about it this morning. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, yeah, maybe I, I give you the Just same give it to me. Give it to me. 11 names. Yeah. 11 names. I don't, okay. want, I don't want to Drake, it's 11 names. Drake, DeAndre. Tomas, uh, Christoph, and Alba. I think they play 4-3-3. So three players in the middle would be, I think Diego Gomez plays. I think it'd be Busquets. And um, I think David is left out and Julian Gresso will end up playing. And um, 
you know, at the top, I think, obviously, Suarez, Messi, and uh, I think Taylor gets the start. Okay. Andrea, you want to go or do you want me to go? Um, I can go if you want because I agree with Jose with the only difference is that I would put, I, I think Hitata would put David Ruiz in starting and, and, and the three in the midfield would be Busquets, Diego Gomez and David Ruiz. And um, that would be my only change. Well, I think Gresso doesn't play. Doesn't play. Doesn't start. Fascinating to me that Jose did some names in first name basis and some names in last name basis there as he went through his lineup. He said, John, those were your coaches last year in the media game. Is that why you first name based them? Um, all right. I go 4 3 3. I go, I think it's not what I would do. This is the same way I think Tata Martino does. Right. Counter and goal. Mm -hmm. you're, you're back four from right to left. DeAndre Yedlin, Thomas Avilev, Sergi Kristoff, and uh, Jordi Alba. Midfield three. Oh, crap. I'm going to have to take that back. Midfield three, Sergio Busquets. David Ruiz and Julian Gressel. I think that's your midfield three. And then up top, Diego Gomez and Lionel Messi flanking. I think your boy starts. I think he gets, you know, he gets that role where he's been kind of thrown out on the left to help defend a little bit while Jordi Alba pushes forward. I think David Ruiz starts. I don't think Robert Taylor starts. I don't I don't necessarily know if in time you or Tato Martino and the staff rate. Robert Taylor as much as maybe some people on the outside do. So, uh, does Inter Miami win this game? Yes. Yes. How much? I think they win this game. I think they win it 2-1. I would say 3-1. They're usually good at home, you know? Yeah. So, I, think, I, think they'll start with, I think they'll start with a bang. I think this this year will start with a bang in a good, in a good way. In a good way. I don't know because you you have LAFC then on Sunday, so I don't know what. No, no, kind but of I'm saying the, yeah, yeah. the first game. The first game starts you, with the bank. Oh, the, the first, first game, game starts okay. with the bank. Four goals, they give up one. They win four to one. Big big. We'll have them winning. We all have them playing four three three. We are in agreement. Finally, it happened. Finally, finally. All right. Anything else you guys want to add before we wrap up the show? Yes, I have my final thoughts, and I, I wanted to say um, I really didn't want to end this part without saying that it would be a shame for MLS to ruin the oldest tournament in this country, and I hope that MLS comes to its senses and, and does what is right for, for football, for soccer here in the United States, and keeps U.S. Open Cup, which for me is one of the beautiful tournaments in, in the whole continent because it's one of the oldest also. And uh, uh, they should cherish it. And they, they, they shouldn't look at it just as a cash grab as they do with other stuff. I'm talking about the League's Cup. And uh, they should respect it. And they should respect every other team in this country who has history. Not because this country's uh, soccer history is not just only MLS. You have a lot of history. You have a lot of good clubs all over the country that are not MLS cities that loves that love their clubs that wait for this tournament to have that opportunity to showcase their city, their talent, their team. And I really hope MLS uh, comes to the table. And if not, U.S. Soccer should 
and should uh, use all their stops that they have. They have a lot and they should definitely use them to, to bring MLS, MLS in and, and make them play in US Open Cup. I have a fight. Jose, anything? Yes. Okay, go for it. Lester Garcia, another Honduran with yes. into Miami, True. got called up to the under 20 national team. So good stuff. More Hondurans. More Hondurans and into Miami. Bring more Hondurans. There's guys. a reason why Messi is here. More Hondurans and more Hondurans coming over. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I'm good. I'm I'm good with Andres comments and I, you know, I feel the sentiments that it's a shame what I was doing with um, the U.S. Open Cup, you know, I would say it's an embarrassment. I don't even say travesty, man. It's just, it's really bad how they're just ignoring history um, just to, again, try to benefit their pockets in the best way possible. And it really showing a power struggle between who runs the sport in this country. Is it U.S. soccer, the governing body, the federation, or is it Major League Soccer? Um, and it, I just regular, you know, set up, it should be the federation. It's not looking the case. Just we've been for a long time. You know, it's MLS has always kind of called the shots and and maybe done things that uh, it's not their place to do. It's not their position to do. But alas, um, you know, you and you have non-soccer people running a soccer league and trying to run soccer in this country. You're going to get decisions like this that are not pro football. So um, there's not going to be. You know, the main referees, the pro referees are not going to be on the field there. Oh, yeah, um, that's true. At the start of the season. So just wanted to, to mention that. That's going to be an interesting element to this whole thing at the start of the year. How the refs do, how they perform. <laughs> maybe they do better and people will be like, oh, man, we should have done this all along. Um, or maybe um, it'll be even worse than what it is <laughs> normally. And then that's going to be a talking point all on itself. Um, I've heard some I'll of them will be high school referees, yes. by the way. That is a travesty. MLS is not having a good week. I'm just gonna end the show <laughs> saying that because, and it's all their own making. Pay the referees, play U.S. Open Cup, man. That is how football works everywhere. You cannot change it to Americanize it and make it yours because people know how it is. People love teams all over the world and they know how it is. So pay the the referees and play the U.S. Open Cup. All right. Well, then that does it for this week's show. We went long again, but it's fine. We got a lot Sharper. to talk about, a lot to debate. I promise, this is my promise from now on, one hour and 10 minutes. If I have to push the mute button here on Jose and Andrea to get them to go shorter, I'm going to start Please, doing When Simon is here, it. how the hell we are going to get to an hour? We can do it. We can people. do it. We can do it. We can do it. I promise you we can and do it. Franco likes to go through the lineup in every game and well, all of that. We're, we're, it never, never. Some things. We're fine-tuning some things this we'll, year. All right? We'll, we'll 120. Let's have we're, a poll. No, Put a poll on the on Twitter. Closer. Put a poll. 120. <laughs> one Class is too short. Make it two hours. <laughs> yeah, ten. I love that someone wants to hear us talk for two hours. That is amazing. An hour and ten is is the point. All right. I say uh, an hour. I say an hour and fifty minutes. Maybe I'm gonna start bringing okay. red cards and yellow cards. And if I and I pull them out, you know, instead of having yes. tank seven two one doing the conversation, that's that's your cue to to be muted for a minute. Well, well that's another thing right. that MLS is, is, is trying minutes. to introduce those blue cards. So I don't know. Well, MLS don't trying remind. to don't remind. to to try everything out so but All right. thank you guys for watching us and hopefully you can and listen uh, start the so season free... and 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 continue to 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 comment and to share your thoughts with us here in miami total football radio and 
we've, we, we will be bringing every information that we can about Inter Miami and all their players. Maybe we'll see some of you guys on Wednesday. Maybe. This is this is this is where I'm gonna. I don't have one yet. This is where I pull out the yellow card on you both. Um, all right. And then <laughs> I'm trying to, trying to trying to step up my 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 show wrap here. My wrap. Right. Uh, if you if you haven't already, because it definitely came out just before this this show went live on YouTube. There's a bunch of interviews from today from all the roundtables from Tata Martino, uh, Nicola Freire, David Ruiz, Leonardo Campana. He talks about his change in number and how Suarez approached them for it. Uh, who else am I missing? Who else was the other part? Oh, Julian Gress. So the, the interviews are there. Watch them. Oh, Julian like Gress, them. Yeah. Comment, share, subscribe. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you haven't already. We will try our best to be back between this weekend's game and Wednesday's season opener. It's going to be a fun ride this year. Regardless of what happens, there's going to be plenty to talk about. There's a lot of games. There's a lot of action. And I'm sure there will be a lot of drama. All right. So for Jose Armando, for Andrea Yanez, I'm Franco Penizo. Don't laugh, Jose, because you know what happens here. You have been listening to Miami Total Football <laughs> Radio. We'll talk to you guys in a few days. <laughs>